This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot to get to this morning. Politicians throughout the country don't like it when media outlets do a spot check on them and look at their activity or following them when they don't know about it. Politicians do not like that. And with that in mind, New York City Mayor Eric Adams did not like the recent story about his nightlife and certainly did not appreciate that it was on page one, page one, what's called the wood of the New York Times. The mayor calls such stories silly. But the last time I checked, if a mayor or any city official throughout the country keeps eating at their friend's establishment, it raises eyebrows. Because for the most part, when you scratch the surface, it's against city ethics. There are rules in place for this type of activity. The mayor, by the way, says he pays his own restaurant bills out of his own pocket. But Mayor Adams took great exception when asked to provide receipts. And I can understand how the mayor would get upset at that. I also understand that as a journalist, we just don't take your word for it. You got to prove it to us. You got, we got every I, cross every T. You have to prove it. Treatment of migrants. The city cannot afford to keep doing this, but yet it is happening. Yet it is going down. And eventually, the playing politics as a sanctuary city will prove to be a dollar short and a day late. My patience, I'm sure your patience, is being tried on this issue to the fullest. Rather than a tax bill or a hospital bill for several thousand dollars at a minimum, wouldn't you like for once for someone to give you something for free? The American taxpayer the people that are making all of this possible. 
Texas Governor Greg Abbott vows to keep sending the illegal immigrants to New York City and the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. In total, Abbott's office says it has so far bust more than 8,000 migrants out of Texas. Arizona has bust over 1,000 migrants to Washington, D.C. and has denied sending the migrants to New York City. The governor says the busing the busing mission is providing much needed relief to overwhelmed border communities. And he's right. Governor Abbott is correct. Now the mayors of DC and New York City have appealed, as we know in New York City's case, certainly with Mayor Adams for federal help, with the mayor of DC declaring a, quote, humanitarian crisis and calling for the deployment of the National Guard, a request which has so far been denied by the Pentagon. Congestion pricing. We're going to deal with it this morning. It's done in London, but New York is not London. New York is not London. And for the most part, I ignored congestion pricing because I never saw it as realistic at all. You think we have traffic now. Don't block the box. Don't block the box. Actual campaigns. Don't block the box. We'll just wait and see. With easy pass, now just just use simple logic here. Easy Pass is not going to stop people from slowing down. That's not going to happen. For example, people driving uh, in New York as visitors, right? So a tourist is in New York, and you're, you're approaching from Upper Manhattan to Cutoff Point, and you see a big sign. Do you think the tourist is going to know automatically what to do? Or do you think they're going to pause naturally, even if they have easy pass? And then once they pause, New Yorkers are going to get uh, a bit irritated and hit the horn. And the cab drivers are going to get irritated. And it's going to be one big backup. Congestion pricing means traffic. And I'm glad to see that politicians from across the aisle, uh, Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis happens to be one of them, are uniting against congestion pricing. So the MTA says it needs the money for capital improvement, and we're just going to tie up the entire city and tax everybody while we continue to give free things away to migrants. Is that the answer? And so I'm also tonight going to um, have an update on a couple of items, and I'm going to share an email from one of our listeners, Jay Lawrence, where when we are being honest and not politically correct, his solution makes a lot of sense about fighting crime. That's coming up. That's coming up. Let's um let's start with uh Mayor Adams. And you know what, folks, before we get to Mayor Adams, back and forth between Governor Hochul 
and uh, Lee Zeldin, her Republican challenger, uh, she said on the campaign stump um, a few hours ago, upstate New York race, quote, Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town because you don't represent our values. And, Madam Governor, what, what values might, might those be? High crime and out-of-control situations? And Zeldin responded on Twitter, and he says, Wow, Kathy Hochul, you, this is a direct quote, You're losing your marbles, lady. Won't take you up on your psycho demand to leave New York, but what I will do is get in my car right now, drive to New York 19, and do everything in my power to make sure Mark Molinaro wins tomorrow, which is now today, in the special election, Zeldin tweeted. And you may recall that monster that attacked a monster, uh, attacked a, a model in the subway. Well, th- there is one case of justice this morning. Uh, this suspect, he attacked a Thai model. He just, and I mean, the, the, the video is horrible. And he's, he's yanking her to the back of the platform, and it looks like he's about to try something sexually, but he, and then he starts hitting her, and he takes her back. Well, he's just received five years in prison. It was part of a, um, a plea deal. So it looks like the system works. I see your calls from Los Angeles to the Bronx to Brooklyn, Forest Hills. We'll get to them in just one second. But Mayor Adams, Mayor Adams. Not happy, not a happy camper when it comes to these stories about where he's eating at nighttime and who's footing the bill. The mayor says there are other pressing issues. With monkeypox, COVID, crime, economy, all of the issues going on in this city, they are writing a story that Eric goes to a restaurant And so uh, the mayor was not happy with that and not happy with the fact that it was page one of the New York Times. But the front page of the New York Times talked about me going to restaurants. I pay every bill, not the city. Not the city. And when reporters, rightfully so, said, "Okay, Mr. Mayor, show me the money, show me the receipts. The mayor took exception to that. You can't have a rule for Eric and then a rule for everyone else. Some people allow that. I don't. I owe no one a receipt of a private dinner. And so the mayor uh, talking in the third person there, not happy with the New York Times story. Let's begin this morning with our friend David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. Welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Thank you. And the real story here, as I hear it, based on what you say, is not about Eric Adams' restaurant habits, but the fact that the New York Times put it on the front page. That means they have turned on him, Dominic. You know they didn't have to put that story out. It says to me that they want to take him down, and it's not going to be easy times. They're very liberal. You figured they'd be supportive. In the old days, they would cover something like that up and choose not to print it. So I'm here to say the fact that they did print it means that they have turned on Eric Adams. Now, Dominic, you've been in the game a long time. Isn't that what it says to you? Well, 
Maybe, maybe not. It could say that uh, the editors are not happy that they haven't had local stories on page one lately, and they may be trying to step it up. But, but surely, David, it does send a strong signal that Mr. Mayor, here's what here's what we can say definitively: the New York Times is saying is stating, "All right, buddy." Cut it out, which you're hanging out at nighttime and eating for free at your friend's restaurants and questionable wow. friends in terms of criminal records, backgrounds, taxes, and on and on and on. City Hall, by the way, says that a person should not be judged by their worst day. But uh, Mayor Adams, I, what I will say, David, is that the mayor needs to be very careful going forward because, and thank you for the call, because the media is watching very, very closely now. Let's go to uh, Andrew in the Bronx. Good morning, Andrew. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Um you know, we have a lot of serious problems in this city, and I kind of scratch my head when the media, especially the New York Times, with the gun violence, the homelessness, and uh, worrying about whether he pays for a bill or not. These are very, very false issues. We have very serious problems in this they're, city. They're, they're not false. They're really- not, they're, Andrew, they're not false issues. It's against well, it's against city ethics for any city official to accept any. As a matter of fact, it, it's against ethics for me as a talk show host, to accept gifts from the public. And so for the mayor of New York City, I'm going to let you finish your thought, it is against city rules for him to accept any any gift over a dollar value of $50. And, and you know why that is. It's to avoid corruption, Andrew. Right. All right. It's, it's a conflict of interest. Yes, that's a very good point. And uh, so go ahead. Go ahead. Uh it's just I, I'm, I'm aghast to think that the very serious problems Mayor Adams and the city is facing in this, and they're worrying about. And as you say, you don't think it's a false issue? I don't. But we have a lot more important things in the city to worry about. To worry about, and he's got to he's got to tell to get out there and do something about the crime situation in the city. Well, we we agree on that, Andrew. Thank you for the call. But we cannot have a situation in New York City or any city or any state around the country where the elected official is receiving freebies. You can't have it. It leads to tremendous corruption. Now, the mayor says that he pays all of his bills but he was uh, and pays for all of his meals, but he was unwilling to provide uh, the actual receipts. I am going to go in one second to, well, what I'm going to do first is take a telephone call. Then I'm going to go to the email that I want to share with you folks so let's go to Steve in Brooklyn. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Good morning. I'm glad you're taking up this uh, topic about the congestion pricing. It's nothing but an extortion fee that they're trying to add to the to the people that need to move around the city. Uh, they want to give more money to that bottleless pit that they call the MTA. You can That's say that though. again. You can say that again, yeah. Steve. Yeah, I don't. I think they just get a couple of billion dollars, which they should be investigating for to find out where that money's going. Uh, it's not going to work. And I know what the real cure would be is to make every city, well, not every city employee, but definitely city council people, they should not be allowed to drive into Manhattan. They should have to take this subway system that they feel is so great 
and that's the only way they can get to City Hall or the back and forth from home. Wow. <laughs> can you imagine that? Uh, because then, because, Steve, if you did that, and it's not a bad idea, but if you did that, uh, mysteriously, they would all say they received death threats and they need a patrol uh, detail from the NYPD. So we we may save money one way, but you're going to spend double to protect them in terms of uh, safety. But, Steve, I, I thank you for the uh, call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls. Plus, I'm going to share an email that I received from one of our listeners. I get them quite a few every day. But this one stood out uh, with me from Jay Lawrence. And it's regarding when we're being honest and not politically correct what he has to say makes a lot of sense about fighting crime. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light city life, I got now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. I'm looking at an email right now from one of our uh, listeners, Sal. And Sal says, maybe Mayor Adams only perceives that he has uh, perceives uh, uh, capitalized in quotes that he is being scrutinized for his nightlife activities Indeed, if Mayor Adams would spend more time in City Hall trying to solve the problems of crime, unaffordability, and too high taxation, and less time at the clubs, then maybe he would not be questioned so much about his nightlife. It should be Mayor Eric Adams and not good times Eric Adams. And so I mentioned an email before I go right back to the telephone calls. And I agree with this sentiment from Jay Lawrence. And I'm going to read a little bit of the email. And, you know, I try to respond to every email, but but it's tough um, between the emails and the tweets and and everything else. But every now and then there's something that jumps out at me. And this one jumped out at me. In which Jay Lawrence, a listener to this program, says the best, and I'm quoting, the best solution to discourage and reduce crime is to make life in our prisons as unbearable as legally possible. I agree. And then he says, in order to scare would-be criminals from wishing to go to prison. 
in years bygone, no one ever wished to get locked up because it was, quote, hell on earth and prisons then. Realistic depictions are often available in black and white movies. Jay Lawrence says today conditions in prison, especially in liberal states such as New York, are often better than life for most seniors and others on the outside who often have no air conditioning, cable TV, Internet, a law library, free legal and other services and amenities that are provided for in prisons. And, of course, virtually everything is free for inmates who don't even have don't even have to bother to go out shopping for groceries. Now, has as Jay Lawrence said anything here that's not true? And it, it, it closes. Indeed, conditions are good enough for, and he capitalized here, even illegal aliens who would rather commit uh, felony crimes in the United States and be locked up in this country than be deported as life is generally a lot better in most U.S. prisons than living freely in their countries of origin. Jay Lawrence said, Excellent email, and I agree. I agree. All of this cable TV and uh, law library, okay, maybe you got to have a law library, but cable, air conditioning, some senior citizens don't get to live that good. Let's go back to the the, uh, telephone calls. Let's go to, let's see here. Let's go to Tom in the Bronx. Good morning, Tom. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, look, I, I totally agree. I disagree with you on, on uh, um, Adams and what he's doing. Look, he is in a friend's restaurant. Okay, how could y'all look at, okay, anybody can do anything you want, but y'all look at that as cashing in on his position or influence, peddling. These pe- these two guys know each other. I don't know for how long. Friends usually do things like that. Tom. Okay? He's not in a stranger's Tom, restaurant. Tom, and, let me, let, uh, yeah. Tom, let me ask you a question. So um, if it's against city ethics, right, so we're just supposed to overlook that? City ethics to accept gifts. Right, anything gift. valued over fifty dollars, and believe me, a meal at this restaurant is a few hundred. So you say, if, even if it is a friend, it's illegal. They gonna look at that as 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 taking it as a gift. You, you, we don't get to separate friends, not friends. You're the mayor of New York City. Everybody wants to curry favor with you, and they're not doing it for free. Everybody has an agenda. Everyone, Tom. Well, he can't talk to nobody then. He can't go nowhere. Well, but that's why. Basically. But that—that's why the mayor of New York City should not be engaging in a nightlife the way this mayor is. There are just okay, too many things I, that there are just too many things that can go wrong. Okay, I accept that. Let me say one more thing. Go ahead. Who thinks jail is a country club? You got to be kidding. You at the mercy of CEOs who don't like you, and the air conditioner is most. It got to be there for the employees. But to say that jail is a country club, I, 
man, come on, man. I mean, stop. People need to stop being ridiculous. I mean, if you got some intelligence to say, say it. But that's ridiculous. Who wants to be in jail? Now, I understand that there's a lot of crime and people don't care. But uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't okay. know about well, that. That's well, evidently Tom, coming from people that hasn't been to jail. Go ahead. Well, Tom, ahead. I, I, what I can say is I, I disagree with you, but I respect you. And the reason why I respect you is because you said it, you said your opinion in an articulate way without attacking anyone. And, and I have respect for that. We, sometimes we, we all are going to agree to disagree, but I really appreciate your comment and look forward to hearing from you, Tom, in the uh, future. Let's go to uh, Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Carl. It's a pleasure to speak to you again after a while. Oh. Uh, here's 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 the thing. Okay. Uh, this thing with the, I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead, please. Okay. Uh, this thing with the illegals coming to New York from Texas. Oh, I think that the governor over there means well, but he's creating a nightmare here because you've got. I could see it already. We've got hundreds of people in the streets that were never there before. Hey, Phil. Selling- Phil, let me ask you a question. If he's dealing with a sure. nightmare on his end. Why should New York and other states get to pass the buck and just watch him and Texas go down? Well, yeah, I know. I know. I understand that. The thing is, you know, he's using the bravado that it's a sanctuary city here and all that. But the bottom line that I'm trying to get to is very simple. They're catering to these illegals. They're putting them up in $150 or $200 a night hotel rooms. They're giving them all kinds of money. They're giving them food stamps, Medicaid, et cetera, et cetera. Meanwhile, I've got a friend of mine was a disabled vet. He has, he has his foot, uh, he has a prosthetic foot. And this guy was refused from going into a shelter. He lost his apartment of about course. three months ago. Of course. Yeah, but the point, the point is they said, oh, we can't accommodate you. We have so many thousands of clients here of that course. we have to address them. You're, of course. He's a late applicant. Of course. And, and, and I'm saying that sarcastically because it's horrible, Phil, that your friend went through a situation like that. Um, and that's why I've always honored when Trump went on the um, on the podium and said America first, because, you know, I, I I I don't know about you folks, but I'm tired of paying the taxes that I'm paying where Uncle Sam gets his money before I even get a dime. And you're taking my money and rerouting it to migrants that are here illegally. And you're spending the money like it's Christmas time. But yet when it comes to me and other Americans, we gotta listen to the to the to the sad song of no money, budget cuts, higher taxes. We gotta beg for every single dollar, but you're just gonna just give it away to the migrants. And I'm not engaging in divide and conquer. But do you think an American can go to their country and get handouts from ice cream to to a, a school bag for the kids to health care to dental care to an apartment to health care? Of course not. Of course not, Phil. I thank you for the call. Let's go from the Bronx to Babylon. Let's say good morning to Troy. Good morning, Troy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello? Yes, go ahead, please. Tom, the the letter you wrote that you you read on there, that guy's full of crack. He sounds like he's not smoking crack or smoking something. Why do you say that? Why why do you say that? Who does he think that makes anybody who wants to come to this country and get me in jail to be away from their own country? 
care. I don't care how bad it is in your country. You don't want to be what, here in but, jail. What, okay, but wait, Troy. It's already been established with some migrants where they've stated on record that if it comes to going to jail, they would rather go to jail in America than in their country because it's considered better. So I, I don't. I'm, I'm a little confused. You or any, any other country? Don't want to come, go, come here to go to jail. Stop that great in, in jail. I know that. Okay. I'm, I'm black and I'm blind. I'm, I'm disabled. But I know it's, no one wants to be in jail. Okay. Well, well, Suits for, for your taxes. Okay. Well, Troy, Troy, I, I appreciate your call and I thank you uh, for the for the call. Let's go to Jerry. Jerry in New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Like I said, you know, these states like New York and Illinois. Wait, 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 Jerry, wait, hold on. You just said, like I said, you didn't, this is the first you're talking to me. I'm not following where you're going. Okay, okay. well, you know, with all the illegals coming and you have certain states that have made themselves, quote, unquote, sanctuary states like New York, Jersey, and et cetera. And now they're crying foul that Texas is sending people into some of these same states which have a wide open, wide open, wide open opinions. Oh, let anyone come in and then we have to pay for it. Now they're complaining. If they want to complain, they ought to complain to the guy that's causing the problems, not the guy that's basically doing what he's doing to basically give a wake up call to them and the rest of the country. I agree with what he's doing. Amen, Jerry. Amen. When a person is right, the 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 person is right. You're, you're right. I'm looking at a uh, thank you for the call. I'm looking at a uh, tweet from David uh, Weiss, who is uh, a wise, excuse me. And he says, I was a warden in Alabama. We had the chain gang in 95 and it was effective. The recidivism rate was much lower for inmates who went through this program, it cut crime, I guarantee it, Dominic. That's what Mr. Wise uh, has to say. Let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Okay, I'll be quick. Mr. Adams, you should spend time at Gracie Mansion and eat meals there and do your job for, for, for a change. And then as for the illegal immigrants, let's just give them a free ticket back to Mexico, wherever they came from. None, none of this free stuff. Hmm. John, I, I, I agree with you, but the, but the issue is they're here now, and, and thank you for the call. And we know they're not going to leave now. The Post profiled the woman that's six months pregnant. You think she's going to leave America with with uh with, with with her unborn baby? I don't think so. She's gonna run out the clock until she delivers and then the baby is born here in America and then make the argument that she needs to remain here to take care of her child. Hmm. We are taking um your telephone calls. Let's go to Joseph in Parkchester. Let's see what Joseph has to say. So, Joseph, uh, you've got the floor. Go right ahead, please. Yeah, I got to tell you, that's uh, probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard you say, that prison is actually preferable. 
in the United States to uh, being at liberty, uh, even in the most dire economic circumstances of living in the ghetto, whatever the case may be. And I'll just back up my statement by just wait, pointing wait, out that the Joseph, United States. Joseph, I didn't say the ghetto. I said another country, and I was reading the email of a listener. So if you're going to quote me or attack me, please get it right. Go ahead. All right. All right. But you're saying that, you know, basically that prison is preferable. Okay, again, Joseph, Joseph, I read an email from a listener of the program. That's that's where this is stemming from. And you endorsed that idea. Now, now, if you want to say I endorsed it, agreed. So now go ahead. So let me let me let me continue. Okay. so basically just to uh, back up my own statement, the United States is the only place, the only country on Earth where more men are raped than women every year. That ugly, ugly statistic is almost entirely attributable to our prison system. All right? So that's just one aspect of the very disgusting reality of our uh, penal system and uh, our system of criminal justice in the United States. It is the last place that you want to be. And again, for a first world country predicated on individual liberty, the rule of law, our system of uh, prisons and penitentiaries and uh, probation and parole is barbaric. I mean, there are third world countries where, again, you don't see the levels of violence, sexual abuse, et cetera, ad nauseum and nauseating statistics that you come, excuse me, that you come to contact as a result of our prison system. So again, anyone who could ever even remotely equate having a stable, comfortable existence <laughs> that's on par with being in an American prison. You know, for you to endorse that idea, I see why you can say that Eric Adams is an intelligent um, uh, politician. Because, you know, for somebody to endorse that idea, you had to have the same okay. brain, low right. IQ. Okay, Joe, Joseph, wait, wait, don't, 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 don't cut him off yet. Joseph, Joseph, now I took your call. And every night it's starting to become a regular with, I don't do the talk radio, let's attack each other and call each other worms. I I don't do that, Joseph. So if that's what you want to do, you need to call another program on WABC. I'm not your guy. I'm not your guy. If you think I'm going to, wait, Joseph, Joseph, I'm not, Joseph, Joseph, I could care care less if you're being honest. I'm not your guy that you just stand there and think you're going to take shots at me and say, say offensive things. I'm the wrong program for that. We can agree to disagree. And and, and I don't understand why, why, first of all, you don't think I know the headache I'm going to get from you taking your call in advance, but yet I took it. So ask yourself, why did I take it? I took your call because I'm trying to be fair and I'm trying to hear from everyone. But if you're going to attack me, what 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 motive do I have to take your call at that point? You can disagree with me. Okay, so 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 I I think. But I'll but I'll tell you. But I'll tell you. That again, I, I thought that comment and just endorsing the email. Okay, Joseph, Joseph, email, Joseph, just, my oh, friend, my friend, God. my friend, you have this yeah. terrible habit of repeating yourself 15 times. You already said that you don't like that I endorsed the, the email. I got you. I heard you the first time. You don't have to keep saying it over and over and over and over and over again. I get it. 
You don't like that I that I endorsed the uh, the email. I got you. I got it. Let's go to Dennis and Yonkers. Good morning, Dennis. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty good. Go right ahead, and I hope you're doing well. I am. Um, I'm, like, completely confused about Mayor Adams. Like, I mean, you want to like the dude because he says a lot of stuff that makes sense, and he goes on talk shows, he's on 970 AM, the sister radio, and then you hear stuff that he says, and you're like, this guy is likable. Like, he's going to do the right thing. And then all of a sudden, a week later, you're watching and listening what's going on in the world, especially in New York City, and that ain't happening. I'm confused. What are your thoughts about that? Well, Dennis, there are many issues wrapped up in that. And I'm going to be completely honest with you here. Um, Having known Mayor Adams a long time um, and some, some of our private conversations, he is of the belief, and many, many African-American elected officials are of this belief that to a degree, because of race, they are treated differently. This is the way that they feel. It is a mentality. So when the mayor of New York, and rightfully so, is asked to provide receipts to prove that he paid his restaurant bills, he is offended. He's not going to say this, but he is offended as a man of color because he feels, and obviously I can't speak for him, but I know him very well. He feels that a white mayor would never be asked a question like that. So the one thing that you are right about, Dennis, one minute um, it seems like Mayor Adams is on the right path and everything is good and, you know, he's a guy for New York. And then the next moment we're caught up in controversy. And so I, I, I agree with your comment. Thank you very much, Dennis. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. When we come back, we will have our Dominic Carter Care segment. And then I'm going to Jeff in Suffolk County. We're going to go to Ohio, Manhattan, Yonkers, Forest Hills, and the Bronx. WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Part of the problem, society-wise, is that we must return to a system of laws. We must return to a system of laws. And on that front, I'm giving Mayor Adams credit this morning and the NYPD because they have carried out what they are calling heavy-duty enforcement to target in which illegally parked commercial vehicles in Queens 
illegally commercial vehicles, parked vehicles in Queens. They have issued 597 summonses, attached 89 wheel clamps, and towed 55 illegally parked vehicles in the first five days. Bravo, NYPD. We need to see more. Don't just stop with the commercial vehicles. Keep giving those tickets for those e-motor bikes, whatever you call them. Tow them, take them, and destroy them, as the mayor has done. We've got to return to a system of laws, of rule, rules, of order. The bottom line, the bottom line. I mentioned um, that we were going to go to Jeff. Jeff in Suffolk County. Good morning, Jeff. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Mr. Common Sense. <laughs> Good morning, Jeff. Thank you. That's very kind of I, you to say. I think you have an ism. You keep putting this guy Joseph on, and you your blood pressure is going through the roof every time. Right or wrong? Well, no, it's not really my blood pressure, because I've dealt with people like that for 40 years. Um <laughs> It's just that, uh, you know, I I'm try I'm, I try to give everybody a break, Jeff. And I understand, I understand that, bro. But it's it's not fun on the radio. I'd rather, you know what? Go ahead. I, you know how I feel about Stan. I'd rather hear Stan than that guy. <laughs> okay. And, and as far as Eric Adams goes, tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> when are we going to see the results, man? Never mind the clubs. Let's get some work done. All right, Dom. Have a great uh, night, brother. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you and very nice of you to uh, to say, Jeff. Let's go to Ohio. Let's say good morning to Jay. Good morning, Jay. What's on your mind? Jay, are you with me? Going once, going twice. Okay, Jay is not there in Ohio. Let's go to Ilona in Westchester. Good morning. Dominic, you need two, two hours for your show. Okay, well, uh, so uh, next. But wait, let, let, let me just say this, and then you can make your comment. Let me just say this, and you can make your comment. The Katsimatidis family, the owners of WABC, John Katsimatidis, Marco Katsimatidis, these folks have bent over backwards. Believe me when I tell you, in terms of their niceness to me and giving me an opportunity. So whenever I'm comfortable with... Whenever they decide what they decide, I'm rolling with them because they have looked out for me and they look out for all of us here at WABC. But go right ahead, please. Absolutely. But, you know, with the topics that are going on, you cover them so well. We just need more time. Well, thank you. My my thing, there's a lot of things. First of all, Eric Adams, I mean, I was listening to Curtis this weekend. And and Eric Adams, it just seems like what he likes to do is, is hang out, go to clubs, have whatever. And I never see him with any of the families who've lost loved ones, especially children. He's done one or two. With... He's done a couple of those. Well, I haven't seen any. And okay. then, well, why did the New York Times cover? Because it couldn't have been that much. And then, and then he doesn't stand with his brothers and sisters. And I think that's a big problem because you know you need backing, you need support, you know, and 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 nothing like that is being done. All we hear about is what he does with his nightlife. And, and and to me, I think it's just disgraceful that he's not supporting everybody that's, that, that could lose their life tonight or tomorrow, you know? And, and that, and that, that is – go ahead. Was, was that Hochul that said so-and-so shouldn't be in 
New York. I, I missed the first part of that. Did she yes, say that, they that, was, that was Governor Hochul. She made the comment on the campaign trail a few hours ago in an upstate special election. You know, she's got some nerve. She's got some nerve because she put one guy back in jail. She has some nerve because all these people that are committing crimes and people are dying, and she she has some nerve making a comment like that. She she should do her darn job and get rid of that DA and stop all this nonsense, you know, with this bail reform and 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 stopping the police, you know, so they can get you know they they could get sued. She ought to do her darn job. That's what I have to say, you know. Well, I thank you for the call, and you have a uh, beautiful morning. Thank you. Let's go from Westchester to Manhattan. Let's say good morning to Max. Max, you are on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Great, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Um, everyone's criticizing uh, Adams for doing a bad or wrong job. I'm going to look at it this way. Not that I like the job that he's doing, but I think in his eyes and in the eyes of Bragg, they're doing a very good job. If we look back at the – in 1930 – it was maybe in the the late 30s when Hitler was taking over, also when Stalin was taking over. They had groups of people that they let out of jail, criminals, and they gave them brown shirts. And they did this because they knew that criminals would take their commands if they had any horrible desires that they, they wanted to execute. They knew the average policeman on the police force would not do it. So they got these criminals out of jail. They give them a uniform, and they say, you know what? Go, when we tell you to rape and pillage, you go and do it. And this is the same thing that's happening now. These, these criminals that are running around the streets are going to be, if not already, the brown shirts of Adams and of Bragg. So they are doing the job that they've been cut out to do. Well, I, Max, I'm, I'm, I'm having a little time, a hard time uh, following when you mentioned the rape, I, 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 you just lost me on that. But, but I, I, you know, may, may, if you can, Max, give us a call tomorrow when I have more time to deal with it because I'm trying to um, get through as many calls as possible. Thank you for the uh, telephone call. Let's go to our friend Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? Forget about the mayor. The corruptness has to be investigated at ABC. I know you're taking cake and you're Wait, eating the, it on the oh, side. Oh, okay. And I know Alvin Bragg is going to indict you, but your wife will save you because I know you're eating that vanilla cake, and we will investigate you, and you will be convicted. Hey, Stan, 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 Stan. I got to do wait, it. Wait, know? Stan, Stan. Why does the cake have to be vanilla? <laughs> Maybe I like chocolate. Absolutely, but you will be indicted, and your wife will get you out. Anyway, I wanted to get some. Anyway, quickly, I know, I know. Quickly, the gentleman who called last night who had Parkinson's disease, remember that gentleman? You had to give him a short shift. Very nice man. He said good things about you, and he mentioned nice thing about me, saying I'm always right. Sir, you're a decent soul. I hope you're dealing with your Parkinson's. I hope you live a long time. Please continue to call Dominic. I am not right 100% of the time. No one is. Wait, Stan, I'm going to let you finish. But, yes, we welcome... Welcome him calling any time, the, the man with Parkinson's. Right. He's uh, so, nice. so continue. Go ahead. Yeah, I am not right 100% of the time, as he said. When you, uh, if I'm right at least 10 or 20 or 30% of the time, or even 50, I'm happy. But thank you for the compliment. 
And please continue to call Doppler. We would need to hear from you and your perspective and so forth. That was all I wanted to say, D. Oh, wow. Well, Stan, I, I think Decent you, man. Uh, a decent man. I, I thank you for the call. And, and Stan, you have a... Uh, we can a, talk politics another time. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll take and we're, that. we're watching you, Dominic. We're watching you. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, you're being watched. Okay. Well, Stan, I, I thank you for the call, Always friend. And you, you have friend. a uh, great morning. Let's go from Forest Hills to Yonkers. And, of course, coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. But first here, let's go to Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. I just wanted to say in regards to the New York Times story. Yes. Uh, I want to add to the sentiment that the mayor must realize he's held to a higher standard. Uh, you know, his associations will be scrutinized. Absolutely. He's not the first mayor who uh, who... Uh, has been uh, written about their associations. As you remember, uh, Mayor Koch and Bess Meyerson was an example. Yes. Exactly, Al. And every mayor that I can think of, while they're mayor of New York City, they're not particularly fond of the media. And then once they leave office, you know, the hard feelings uh, fade away. But you're correct. And that's a good point that I should have made. When you are the mayor of New York City or or a county executive of a local area or a state legislature, you're right, Al. You are held to a higher standard. And, and you know, go ahead. I'm I sorry. I wanted to point out that, you know, uh, they wanted this public position, so they know what comes with it. Right, right, right. I- exactly, exactly. But see, if 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 uh, if Mayor Adams is listening right now, or if I was speaking to him right now, I would say, Mr. Mayor, um, the day before, okay, the month before the election, did all of these nightclubs and establishments did they want you to come a month before the election, or 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 did their sentiment change? in a positive way as it relates to inviting you once you became mayor of New York City. And so it's a good rule uh, the city officials should not be accepting uh, gifts that amount to over $50 because if you do, it opens the door for corruption to, to anyone, to anyone. And so, again, e- e- even talk show hosts, we're not allowed – uh, to accept, and certainly not reporters, um, gifts over a certain amount. Because people that want to entice you sometimes, they know they can't do it financially, so they'll do it by providing a gift, which is almost the same thing as financial when you when you add it all up. Again, coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Frank joins me right now, and we say good morning to you. Morning, Dominic. Hello. Hello. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. You're doing great? Doing great. And so what do you have coming up this morning? We've got an action-packed show. Obviously, there's a ton of news out of this Mar-a-Lago Trump situation. So we have assembled an all-star legal panel in our first hour consisting of four retired judges. One from right here in New York who's going to join me in studio, Judge Phil Stranary, 
no stranger to uh, our audience, been reelected time and time again out in Staten Island. He's retired now. And three out of California. All have different perspectives. We have a Republican, a Democrat, a Libertarian, somebody who I'm not even sure what his politics are. And we're going to delve into the legal issues here because it becomes so difficult to separate the politics from the legal analysis when you see it on the show. So we're going to get into that. Uh, very controversial guest, a professor by the name of Jim Fetzer. He believes in every conspiracy theory in the world. And uh, obviously that's something that's very, very apt for the overnight audience. A lot of the overnight audience loves conspiracy theories. I've uh, explored a lot of conspiracy theories myself. We're going to get into how he balances being a Ph.D. and a serious academic with believing in some of the most outlandish, craziest conspiracy theories you can even imagine. Some I'm afraid to even repeat because they're so controversial. Legendary New York and California radio talk show host Alex Bennett. No stranger to our audience. He uh, was an icon in this city in the 70s. He's going to join me in the 3 o'clock hour. We got the mail, and I have some fun stories that I'm going to share with folks as well. So another great show. One would hope. Not hope. hope. Not hope. We know it's going to happen. Frank Morano coming up in just about four minutes here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's continue with the telephone calls. Let's go to Mike in Queens. Mike, you are chatting with Frank and Dominic. Yes, gentlemen. First of all, I want to applaud uh, Mayor Adams for going out to the nightlife with the club because it's been nothing for two years. He has to reestablish the nightlife. I drive a cab on the weekends. We got people coming in, tourists coming in in droves, and all this drama going on. He has to reestablish not only the clubs are open and ready for business, but it is safe to go to and from the clubs. So uh, thumbs up to Eric uh, Adams, uh, the mayor. And uh, as the saying goes, call me anything but late for dinner. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I I, I hear you, Mike. Frank, what's your take on uh, Mayor Adams? And, and I mean, we all knew that these stories were coming, mm. you know. Yeah, well, again, I don't have a problem with promoting nightlife in New York at all. What I do have a problem with is the mayor hanging around with the same crew of kind of questionable characters every night. Now, I wouldn't mind if he would go to a different bar, a different restaurant, a different club in all five boroughs, all parts of the city, and be a cheerleader for all five, all every corner of the city's nightlife. But instead, he just keeps going to this these super exclusive clubs that average ordinary New Yorkers can't get into. Now, I, so I wish he would actually broaden his nightlife uh, experiences so that uh, he goes to a club in Staten Island, a bar in Bay Ridge. So it's not all zero bond and these places that average ordinary New Yorkers can't relate to. Let him rub elbows with some tourists, with some regular New Yorkers. Find out what New Yorkers are thinking. I would much prefer to see that. Very good point. Let's go to Dennis and Yonkers. You are chatting with Frank and Dominic. Dennis, what's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Hey, Frank. How you doing? Um, my concern is, well, Actually, if if he wanted to, like, at this time, we're, we're approaching 9-11, and if he embraced the police and the firefighters, he could really do something good for New York. He can, being a fellow, you know, once upon a time he was a police officer, it would be amazing what he can do if he just embraced these guys at this time of the year. And I'm not a big fan of that side, but I'm just telling you, what could happen if he actually embraced them, backed them, and policed for them? What do mm-hmm. you think? 
Well, Dennis, I'm sure if you asked the mayor this, he would say that he's already doing those things. What do you think? I, I would agree with you, but I think he could certainly could be doing a great deal more. He's very good on rhetoric. Um, you know, it's the action living up to the words that seems to be his shortcoming. Folks, you want to keep it right there. I will be back tomorrow. In fact, I'll be back um, tomorrow. Later on today, I'll be back at 8 p.m. for another election special. But keep it right there. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, is coming up right now. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.